Nervous Man in a $4 Room, Episode 6, Shrinking the Moon. This episode contains discussions of animal death. From the step on the staircase where I was sitting, I saw a buzzard circling the office building across the street. This was much earlier on in my nicotine crusade, and I'd light up an American spirit and just watch it. It went in circles for minutes and always seemed like it was about to land, but it never did. Families with children would come out of the offices and the buzzard would lie back and fly a little slower. They'd get in their cars and drive off, and then the bird would close back in on the office building rounding it like a toy train on wires. He always seemed like he was about to dive for something, but he never did. He flew off about three cigarettes in, and then I saw what he was after. There was a dead squirrel face down on the concrete, probably run over when someone backed out of there. It being a quiet Thursday afternoon, I walked across the dead street to get a better look. Changing from the step to the curb of the parking spot of the office building, I then sat ten feet away from the dead squirrel before thinking that he looked a lot like me. I'd never seen one like him in this area before. Red fur, bushy tail, thin frame. He looked as if he had no idea what hit him when the car did. It narrowly avoided his body and only crushed his head, but somehow there was little blood little gore, mostly just maggots and flies around what looked to be a sleeping squirrel. About five cigarettes in now, and that damn buzzard comes circling the building again. I hide behind the rain cover and I just wait. Five more minutes of fake dives happen before the actual thing does. He swoops down, grabs the critter, and then flies off with it in his mouth. Mother Nature must have been on cleaning duty. I'm walking the sidewalk, unable to shake how much that animal resembled me. My mood swings as my brain meshes the entire situation into an allegory for how I've been lately, for how I've felt. Like I'm face down and dead in a world that just moves on, just waiting for something too big to be seen to swoop down and take me away. I'm being chewed on by the creatures of death and just lying to rot until something ends the pain or maybe just numbs it for a little while. I get back in my car with a headache and a swirling stomach. I feel as if I've just watched a one-act play that perfectly encompassed the entirety of me. I feel as if the Lord blessed me with a painful parable of what living in my skin is like. But when I'm driving away, I start to think that it could be anyone's skin. Like roadkill on concrete, some of us are never really all that interesting to anyone. We have our people and our tribes, but we pretty much amount to zilch to the world at large. We have little to offer except for being productivity machines and giving familiar love. We go through life almost face down, completely unaware of how we're being perceived, and half of us in denial of that. I saw myself in that squirrel, and I saw what other people must see in their own lives. 
As humans, we often take the banner of art onto ourselves to express our pain and our situations as if any one of our stories is really all that different from anyone else's. As if the pains of social starvation and mental disaster are a foreign concept to the outside world. But it's all the same. Everyone is, to some degree, just as empty as anyone else. We all have our comfort zones and the things that chew us alive from the outside of them. And we all have something that we're missing. For me, I guess it's always been my self-esteem. Or maybe how I contracted the disease of more when I was young. More, more, more is all I ever care for. In that sense, maybe I'm the buzzard circling prey for 20 minutes before actually getting what's mine. I spend a lifetime wondering if I can do something before I even attempt it. But the whole time I'm thinking about how much I deserve it. That night I laid in bed, not thinking of the one-act summary of my life, but wondering what led me to the point in life where the best thing I could do on a Thursday afternoon is watch a buzzard get a squirrel. What led me to the point where I'm seeing it as some God-sent metaphor for why I am unhappy? As if a tiny angel sat on my shoulder and told me to cross the street and watch the scene unfold so I could realize what's going wrong in my life before I sink too deep into it. What led me to the point where all I could do in seeing something's death is to see myself in it? But there's no point in labeling it as anything as anxiety, as depression, as mania, as a manic episode, call it whatever, why do you have to call it anything at all? It's obvious that it calls itself onto you, and you have little choice in the matter. That night, I dreamt that I was sitting on the hill at the elementary school that I attended. I was looking down to the soccer field, which had flooded up to ten feet, and was illuminated by a thousand lawn lights circling the field. I looked around me and called out to see if anyone was nearby, but I was alone. I saw the moon shrink in the sky and watched as the stars grew larger and larger. I tried to check my watch, but it was cracked and it had shattered. I started to hear noises from the flooded field. It sounded like someone or something was swimming. I called out again but received no reply. Seeing no other choice, I started to approach the nature-made pool. The swimming noises became louder and louder as I got closer and closer. I was at the point now where the hill gave out and the water began, and so I dived in. I started swimming around, trying to find the source of the noise, but it never revealed itself to me. So I rolled over floating on my back, staring up at the ever-growing stars. The world was becoming brighter and brighter until every single star converged into a giant mirror. And in the reflection in the sky, I saw myself floating on my back, surrounded by hundreds of oil-covered angels swimming alongside me. They were covered from head to toe in black tar, Suddenly the smell of a match being lit hit me and I woke up from the dream. <laughs>